Hello, and welcome to episode three of Boutique Talk. My name is Jake Boston, otherwise known as Steelbook Obsessed, on all of your major social media platforms. And if you want to listen to all things physical media related, then you've come to the right place. Every week, I'll have a new guest to talk about one of their favorite physical media releases. And today, my guest is the biggest A24 fanboy I know and has been making physical media content for almost a decade now. He goes by Dan in real life on TikTok and everywhere else. He's known as Blue Ray Dan. Dan, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. What an intro. That, <laughs> that was wonderful, man. I didn't expect that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I had to write something special for you because, <laughs> man, I you're like one of the first people that I talked to when I started doing this thing. And yeah, yeah I, I had to I had to whip up something good, man. Got me tearing up over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. It. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good now, man. Get to talk movies and A24 with a good buddy of mine. So I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Every episode, I try to start out with how you started your physical media collecting journey. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever talked to you about this period. So I, I'm, I'm curious to know the answer. So, I mean, I guess I, I, I could blame my family a little bit. You know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't just something that popped into my head. I, you know, I grew up before the Blu-rays and 4Ks and DVDs, I grew up with uh, a camera in my face all the time. So VHS tapes upon VHS tapes, not even only for movies, just like home movies everywhere. So we've always had piles and piles of technically physical media, some VHS tape movies here and there. And, uh, you know, turned into DVDs. I remember my mother first got, we, we went out, we came home one day and she surprised us with a surround sound. And the first DVD was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that we ever had. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. DVDs didn't take off as much until Blu-rays kind of kicked in. And something about, I don't know, just finding your favorite movies on physical and the different artwork and everything, getting to hold it and watch it over and over and over again. It just, it, it appealed to me and one thing turned into another and another turned into obsession and obsession turned into hoarding. And here we are. Yeah. I I've seen a bunch <laughs> of your lives, Dan, and that room you're in right now, like you're just showing a corner of it right now. That entire yeah. room is chock full of movies. Do you know how many you have off the top of your head, like ballpark? Yeah. So, uh, before I stopped counting, cause I used to keep track on like blu-ray.com and I used to, I, I stopped, I want to say a good four or five years ago, I was around 5,000 then. Hmm. And since that point, I have, I don't even know, man, I got to say, I always, whenever I get that question, I say about seven to 8,000, somewhere in that range, Mm -hmm. all Blu-ray, all 4K, no DVDs, no VHS. Right. I keep track on the My Movies app religiously, Mm -hmm. just because I know if I ever stop doing this or if I ever like forget to do a couple titles, I'm just not going to have any clue whatsoever. (laughs) I, for some reason, I seem to have an idea. But there's definitely been a couple of times where I'm like, oh, sweet, got this in the mail. And you try to slide on the shelf. You're like, I already, I already have this one, but mm-hmm. it didn't come with the slip cover. And now I got it with the slip. That's my reason <laughs> for getting it. Yes. That's why we got it. That's why. <laughs> well, that's how you started your collecting journey. It sounds like your family yeah. kind of did it too. And it just kind of got yeah. open in your DNA. Mm-hmm. How did you learn yeah. about boutique labels? Um, I mean, well, I guess at this point I was probably, I think I had already started YouTube. And, um, or I at least watched YouTube and, uh, you know, I don't know. Do you consider Criterion a boutique label? Oh yeah, for sure. So, so I started, I guess, watching some people with their Criterion collections and this was when it was fairly small, uh, the, the Blu-rays at least. And, um, and I guess that's really kind of what brought me into it. And I might actually, my first YouTube video was on two out of print criterions that I had gotten the, uh, third man, which was, which is out of print, like one of the first ones that went out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I guess from there, from there on, I started, uh, 
think one of the first boutique tiles that I saw, and I can't remember exactly what uh, company released it, but it's that lenticular of Lone Survivor. Uh, mm. it's, it, I don't think it's Nova Media. I'm not entirely sure. I forget what it is, but it's it just something about the lenticular. It was in a steelbook form, and that just like that. You know, I'm a sucker for lenticular. So when I see something like that that has so much depth and so much detail, it's like, wow, man, that really it kind of hooked me. And then I think Kimchi DVD released Whiplash mm -hmm. uh, not too far after, and that one blew that me one. away. Yep, great release. Love it, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of what started me into it. And uh, and then uh, another thing I think that threw me into it a little bit more is, you know the company Everything Blue? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, so that's behind you? Yeah, yeah. I got, uh -huh. uh, where are we? got the Cornetto Trilogy right there behind yeah. me. Very um, jealous of those, by the way. I, I yeah. want all of those. I have like one different little version of Hot Fuzz yes. World's End, and yes. those box sets are awesome. They're awesome, and uh, but what I think uh, interested me even more so is that um, I know the people from Everything Blue. Right when they first started, uh, the guys, the, the one who created it was Ben, mm -hmm. and uh, he put out Killer Count, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and then I introduced. Adeniyi, which is the main design artist and everything for it. I introduced him to Ben, and mm. that's what formed Everything Blue officially. Oh, that's, so, I didn't know. That's awesome. Yeah. So shout out to Adeniyi and Ben. Uh, Denny is a good buddy of mine. He's He was my peeps on YouTube. So he introduced me to, like, I mean, I watched when he was creating Shaun of the Dead, and then, and then mm. that company blew up. So that's what really kind of threw me into it even more so. That's awesome. Like, I when I started doing this whole thing, I never thought I'd be able to get any type of peek behind the curtain on how this stuff gets made. I've been able to yeah. do that once or twice. That'd be very cool to see how it's done on a premium set like that. Super cool, man. It's really awesome. A little bit behind the scenes stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, but now so it's funny. Be, be, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. It's so it was see before that. So like right before he started or he joined the company, Ben already had had somebody, um, he already had uh, an artist that he did the Killer Clowns release with, but mm -hmm. I knew uh, Adeni used to do uh, like custom slipcover videos, and he would show how he would create everything, and mm -hmm. I was like, this is amazing mm -hmm. to watch how he would take this, and he did one for the Warriors that it was just like, a, it was like the background of like a couch, like a leather couch, and he made it look like the, the logo for the Warriors was burnt onto it, and it looked so real, and I was like, yo, this is this is awesome, and I took that video, sent it to Ben, and that's kind of where it everything uh, you know came from. And I was like, you know, like just something about seeing the behind the scenes and the making of it, detail by details. I love yeah. it. Honestly, I don't know why other companies don't do that. I know that with like the record side of thing, like with Waxwork mm -hmm. Records, they have a lot of that behind the scenes stuff of how they, they make do the vinyl records, the pressings and stuff. And I like agree from like the molding of all the vinyl. It, it, it's a very cool process. I'd like to see how it. a box set like that is made. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. For sure, man. Yeah. Well, uh, so Criterion's how I kind of, I haven't talked about this yet. Criterion's how I learned about boutique labels. I thought it was Scream Factory. It's not. I used to work at Hollywood Video my sophomore year of college. Mm. And they had a Criterion section. And I'm like, what the hell is Criterion? Yeah. yeah. And like they had every single DVD ever made. They were just starting to get the Blu-rays in is when I started working there. It was just, yeah, yeah. very, I that just kind of unlocked a memory in my head. Very, very That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, but yes, boutique labels are great. The one you wanted to talk about because you are Mr. A24. That's when I think of A24, I think of your face. <laughs> yeah, why you know, why uh, did you fall in love with them so hard? I don't know, but I hope they're listening. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, man, I think I started early. You know, um, uh, it started all uh, with Ex Machina, you know, uh, before obviously they released their boutique stuff. It started off with Ex Machina. Um, 
it was it just something about it. I, it was the first day that I had ever gone to see a movie by myself. It was the first time that I ever saw a double feature, uh, you know, in general, in theater, you know, two different uh, movies. It was Chappie and then it was Ex Machina right after that. I remember the theater <laughs> I went to, but I watched Ex Machina. I was like, damn, like, that's a that's a good movie. I really liked it. And I didn't have many people to talk about it with. And then, uh, you know, I, I say from the beginning to the end. So I saw that A24 logo popping up and everything. And um, not long after, I remember seeing the trailer for Green Room. I went to Union Square's theater to see uh, to see Green Room. And I was like, this is this is awesome. And then I saw the A24 logo and I was like, huh, all right. So little by little, it built up. I remember seeing Room over at uh, uh, Nighthawk Cinema in Brooklyn. And I just I was like, you know, man, I really, really like this company. You know, I really, really do. Yeah, I see the Uncut Gems poster over there. I know yeah. I, yeah. I've seen your lives. I don't know if you can see it behind him, but he's got every single A24 release ever. Yes. I think every single yeah. movie. Yeah, that, That's pretty incredible. We'll talk more about the brand here in the second, but sure. just to kind of set the mood, I have like a montage of A24. One thing that I like when movie studios do this at any time is when they have their logo, but they make it creative like for the yes. movie that's being played. I found a little montage of some examples of this. I'll show this off, and then we'll talk more A24. Okay, bud? Sure. Here we go. Hi, you, Maud. To the Blake family. Your last job is... I could have went on and on with all of mm -hmm. those. They have so many very cool ones. The one that wasn't in that one that I really tried to find was the one for uh, mid nineties with all the skateboards and they kind of ride yes. through them. I like that one a lot, but I, I really Forgot like that about one. That one. Too. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of very cool, unique title cards that they have. And I, I, I love that about them. I'm glad you, uh, you included the one for men because that one with the apples falling. I love that one. This yeah, is super I like that cool. one. I like the one of like all the lamb like creating the logo. Yes, it's, that was yes. Love yeah. that also. Even bodies, bodies, bodies with the uh with the uh the, the neon. neon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, really cool. Love that. It's yeah. I I I like a twenty four just because they feel unique. Like they feel like they're making movies in their own wheelhouse almost. And yeah. I it kind of goes that way with their releases of movies and it also goes that way with their releases they're coming out with as a boutique label on their website yeah um, i know you have and I, I know you have every single one i only I know of a couple um do you mind showing some of those off now of course 
so the one that I think we uh, we we talk about, I think the most, or we're here to talk about the most, I think is the midsummer or midsummer yeah. or midsummer or midsummer or or you know whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I say it midsummer, but I know <laughs> that people call it midsummer. Like I think it's just whatever yeah. floats your boat. I find it funny because I notice the more times I say it wrong in a video, people have to, they feel <laughs> like they have to comment on how I'm saying it. Sure. But yeah, so this was, uh, this was the main one that they released. But before, before Midsommar or Midsommar was Krisha. Where are we? Oh. Krisha is, uh, it's like a family drama, like takes place during Thanksgiving. Um, but it's like, it's almost like a little digibook. I, I forgot to have a couple of original old school art cards here. We have good time. And what's that one? It comes at night, but yeah, it's almost like a digibook. So Krisha, uh, it's a good movie, but it, it is, it's a very, very, you know, indie film. And, um, I think it's one of the early ones. I don't remember when this one was released, but this was the very first one to come out. And actually when uh, there was a while where you can get it on the website autographed, I very missed cool. out on that one. I was yeah. not around for that. I, I like A24's website. Me buying Midsomar was the first time I ever bought anything from their website. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the amount of releases they have, not only just for movies, but for merchandise for all of their mm-hmm. stuff is very cool. I saw that they had like a, a little mini mid nineties tech deck board that I want, but they also had like a replica Marcel, the shell that I almost bought just on a whim, even though yeah. I've never seen the movie. I, it looks amazing. I've seen the shorts. Love. That's so cute. Where oh is he, my God. little buddy? <laughs> and dude, it's a, it's a pay, it's like a paperweight. It's heavy. It's very heavy. Yeah, yeah it's I good. Love it. Yeah, it won't go anywhere. It won't break. Well, you know, he walks off on his own sometimes. Of course, yeah. Yeah. yeah when you're sleeping, <laughs> he does his own thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, dude, they re- they release a lot of uh, a lot of cool things. Uh, that skateboard one, I've always been jealous of that because they did a couple. There were a couple different ways you can get that. Originally, they gave it out to I think I don't know if they gave it out to people who were at who went to the premiere. I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that one, but they definitely sent a couple to um, uh, like press people. Like, you know, like if they send the movie to it, they send a couple to press people. Now I was getting some stuff at that time. Mm-hmm. They did not send that to me and I was heartbroken. <laughs> and then they gave a couple away for free down the line. And I was just, it went too quick. I couldn't get it. That stinks. Do you have everything else? Is, a, uh, is that like one of the few that you missed out on? No, you know what? There's been a lot. There's been a lot for uncut gems. They had the basketball up on the yeah. on the website. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Shoot, man, I have a whole video. I I should re I should re upload it. I went to. They did a whole uh, pop up shot for uncut gems when uncut gems came out, mm-hmm. and in New York. And you go in there, man, and there were the basketballs. And I have, shoot, man, I should have took it out. They they have uh, water bottles that say uh, the the name of the place, the jewelers. I forget what it was, something jewelers, mm-hmm. um, KM Jewelers or something like that. Uh, they have, I have the video where I actually held like the, the Furby that moved its eyes and stuff like that. Sweet. Really cool. But no, I don't have the, you know, there, there's a lot, I mean, they're expensive, man. I, as much as I love a 24, they are a little overpriced. Right. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to that when we talk about yeah. Omar and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if the other packages are as bare bones as this one ended up being like, do the other ones have special features on them or anything? I think, I believe some of them do. Um, Yes. Uh, so there are. So here's here's an example of uh, this is I think that this is the latest one. This is the Blu-ray release for After Sun. OK. And you can see right here on the back, uh, there are special features. You have a uh, documentary. Uh, sorry, uh, director commentary with uh, with, uh, I think, the cast of collectible uh, postcards, behind the scenes photography, stuff like that. So some of them definitely do. I'm, um, I'm curious if the Blu-ray had anything and just the 4K didn't. 
That's what I was going to see. And I think, uh, yes, I have the Blu-ray right over here. It says, let the festivities begin uh, manifesting Midsommar uh, mm -hmm. bear in a cage promo. I, I don't know. It's so, yeah, it had, it's not much. It, it isn't much, but I think right. when it first, when it first, when the 4K was first announced and released, everybody's like, oh my God, direct from A24. And then it yeah. was just bare bones. See, There's I, not I, even I, a menu. It's play I, with cap, uh, caption I, or not. I could not believe that. It's just yeah. a black yeah. screen with white text <laughs> saying, do you want to yeah. play this movie or do you want to play it with subtitles? That's the only thing you get on this main menu. We'll talk about that now because I was in shock. I'm like, at yeah. first I thought, yeah. oh, this is very cool. It's not even going to let me access the main menu. It wants me to go directly yeah. to the movie. That's a cool, unique feature. But no, that's it. I that's couldn't it. You believe get nothing it. else. So I forgot because it's been so long since I put it in. And um, so so I was going through, you know, I asked you for talking points, like what we want to discuss, what points yeah. you want to discuss in this. And I was like, okay, um, discuss these special features for, for the movie. So I was like, all right, cool. Put it in and that popped up. And I was like, where are the other options? And I hit it and the movie just started every time. And I'm like, this is, oh my God, I forgot there are none. It's mm -hmm. crazy. It's See, crazy. And the one yeah. thing I'm thinking, I, and I don't know, I have no idea if this is true or not. When you buy something from their website, you have the option to buy the 4K version or the Blu-ray version. I'm yeah. curious if the Blu-ray version has special features on it or not. Because I know some I 4Ks they want to so. make. You don't think so? No, I don't think right. so because this was. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive that I'm not. Uh, it's not like it, like I would say maybe if they use the disc that Lionsgate released, the A twenty four Lionsgate release that I just showed, yeah. maybe. But this is their own. This is their own. I think uh, pressing and everything. So I'm pretty sure it's just the movie. And maybe they have to like they would have to make their own special features. I would think that Ari Aster would want to pack this sucker full with stuff. But I yeah, would I think guess so. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, mean, I don't understand it. Yeah, but okay. Uh, enough about that. We'll talk about Midsommar later. Do you <laughs> want to show off some of the other releases you have from them? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so I'm trying to think what came next after after Midsommar. I, I have the order that the that so there are different there are different kinds, right? So you have mm -hmm. the Midsommar is the uh, I think this is a collector's edition. So of the collector's editions, you also have this was the second one that was released. You have uh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Cool. I've not seen it's that movie, but I've wanted to for the longest time. Is it any good? The movie is good. Uh, I will tell you though, something about the trailer itself that I fell in love with. I've never watched. There's not many movies that I could watch a trailer over and over again to, but something about the way the clips that they chose, the music that they chose, that thing sucked me in so much that <laughs> I I was hunting and hunting for the uh, for the vinyl when it when the soundtrack was released, and I love it. Uh, the movie is really good. I do like the movie, uh, but okay. uh, just that something about that hooked me. Uh, then you got the Green Knight uh, is the the third collection edition that they released That's yeah cool. black on the outside and it's really like i don't know if you could see like the detail in it really really cool oh, yeah. like textured yeah uh, the inside is yellow that i like, like that one almost yeah yes um and then you have the lighthouse which opens up a little bit differently hmm. right there uh and then everything ever all at once which is the where are we which is the the uh the most recent one those are the those are the collector's editions which are really cool um then there's the krisha that i showed you mm -hmm. um and then there were four. Let me see if I get them uh, in the right order. There were four. Uh, I, I think they were originally called special editions, but I'm not too sure if they if they call them that anymore. Uh, but you had, I think this may have been the first one. You have Lamb. Hmm. That one's Which really you, cheap on their website. I, they must it, have a lot of those still. Probably. Uh, did you have you seen Lamb? I haven't. No. It's, I've heard very mixed things about that movie. It's it's weird, but it's funny. 
Okay. Um, they came out with, of course, Marcel the Shell, which I absolutely love. I love I this movie. You you let me pick whatever movie I wanted to. Yeah. And I was in between Midsommar and Marcel. Because yeah. I, I haven't even seen Marcel yet. I've seen the YouTube shorts from them, but I want to see the movie very badly. I, I, I almost I should have that one. And, you know, I love how sometimes they'll connect, like, the side art with the, the disc, and you can see how Marcel Very walked nice. past the disc. <laughs> That's great. I love That's it. great. I, I love it. And, yeah, so, I would, like, I, I think I mentioned this to you. Like, when you said which one should you pick, I was, I was like, second choice was going to say maybe you should check Marcel because you have, you know, you have a family that I think would also yeah. appreciate it. My, my girls love Marcel the Shell. So, and oh, we've been, we've been waiting to get I, – I don't know why I didn't pick that one. I was more yeah. interested in seeing the difference in the director's cut of Midsommar. And yeah. like, I'll get Marcel later. They have so many movies here <laughs> they can watch. We'll get to it at some point. I should have picked it up. Get get that next. I would recommend that one. Um, so those two were both in 4K. I'm pretty sure Lamb was 4K. Uh, mm-hmm. These next two only had options for Blu-ray. I'm not too sure why they went with that. Uh, this is two movie collection. This is uh, the Souvenir Parts 1 and 2. That's thick. Yeah, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a thick boy. Mm-hmm. That's what she said, man. Yeah, it's a nice girth to it um and then uh and then uh, after sun which came out recently and this is the only way that you can get after sun and this is the only way that you can get the second souvenir uh and then lamb also and marcel actually i think yeah marcel there's no other way to get marcel right now yeah yeah but you know man it's a great release so i i think that's a that's a good one to to do i blind buy but, movies all the time i don't know why i didn't do it with that one i i i will do that i i promise yes Next one of these in the next couple weeks, I will get Marcel because I have wanted to see that for the longest time. I love it, man. I love it. This is the only A24 version from them that I have. I have a couple other A24 sprinkled in my collection. Um, I have the Steelbook for The Witch. I think this is a nice release. And I I had the Second Sight version too, but I just put the Second Sight 4K disc in here because I didn't have the box set. I just had the standard release. Yeah. And yeah, have you seen the 4K transfer on the Witch? From I have Sight? not seen the 4K transfer just yet. Oh I have the Second Sight version. Actually, I think it's probably in shot. It's probably right there. Okay. Um, however, I just got my ticket, my two tickets for my my girlfriend and myself to see the Witch in theaters on October fourth. It's very their, their, yeah. This, this yeah. month, AMC is playing four different uh, A24 movies, right? I think they're chills and thrills or thrills and chills. Either one. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. So it, it, the, witch is one that I was like, you know what? I saw uh Midsommar in theaters. I saw X in theater. Um, I would like to see uh, Scarlett Johansson's uh, under the skin, but mm-hmm. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie, but I feel like the witch is one that you should see on the big screen. You know, that's one that atmosphere that it's creepy, you know, the sound. So I'm, I'm excited to see that one. We're going October 4th. And especially the, yeah, because all of them only play for one week and then they're yes. just gone. The, yep. the Witch would be a movie to where, like, especially since it's already been out for a while, the people yeah. that are, are going to go see that movie, love that movie. I think it's going to be a great experience for sure. I agree. Yeah. There's going to be so many cheers for Black Phillip. I can already, I can already guarantee that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that 4K, the second sight of The Witch, very crispy. It, it, it yeah. looks nice. There's a lot of uh, like black levels all over the place, a lot of dark scenes in that movie. Yeah. But looks nice. Love Bobby. second. Second side is great. They're great. Um, Criterion also has a couple of A24 movies out. I have the Uncut Gems. I love this release so much. It is very like prismy. Here, I'll try to make myself bigger here, throw myself up there. there. Yeah. All nice and love rainbowed it. out. I also like, I'm a sucker for just packaging that is themed from the movie. Yeah. I love it. When you open it up, <laughs> love it. 
it's got the weird geodes in there from the beginning and the end of the movie. Yeah. And like the booklet that it comes in, there that the KMH Gems and Jewelry. And mm-hmm. it like this is like a table of contents almost and goes through like the behind the scenes making of the movie. And it looks like a pamphlet you'd get from the jewelry set. I, I love stuff when it comes I, I love themed stuff in my releases. It's awesome. Look I love that. Nice. Okay, I, I was gotta... so happy. So like A24 is my favorite studio and mm-hmm. Criterion is my favorite uh, you know, like physical media company. Yes. So when that when that was announced, when they were like, "Hey, Uncut Gems is coming to Criterion," I was like, "Oh my god!" I think I went crazy. I, there are many videos that I posted <laughs> for that release. It's very cool. I, I'm really hoping that they do the other Safty one, Good Time. I would lose yeah. my mind. That would be I think awesome, I need man. to have a very proper release because the one that's out now, it, it's okay. But I I want a nice crispy special edition of that movie. I love. That I movie. agree. I agree. And did you see? I don't know if I showed it all properly, but and I, it's funny because I forgot uh, this was it must have been around when Good Time was in the theater, mm-hmm. uh, because with that I have it uh, put in the Krisha release. But there is right there's the the little postcard for Good Time, right. which is so cool, man. I love that's a great movie, man. Great, yeah. great movie. Yeah, I I think I like that movie better than Uncut Gems, but of course the one with Adam Sandler is going to get more love. Yeah, um, I, I do like how a twenty four. I guess every time you get something from them, they send you a postcard as well from like a future movie that's coming out. Almost every time. It's not every single time, but it's almost every time. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The one I got for this one, I had no idea what the movie was. So I, I just kind of pushed it to the side. I, yeah. I couldn't even tell you the actress that was on there. It just, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully with my Marcel one, I get something a little bit more uh, that I know. I would love to get that Nicholas Cage one for that new movie that's coming out. Ah, uh, yes. Great. That would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I'll show you, this is a uh, Amazon France exclusive for the Everything, Everywhere, All at Once steelbook. Yeah. I love this thing. Just the Beautiful. different like texture dimension pops from the different um, just solution they had on here, the glossiness. Yeah. Looks so nice. And then the back yeah. is just the, if I take the J card off, just got that Everything, Everywhere, All at Once classic poster yeah. that the slipcover had. Yeah. Very, very cool Oops. releases. I have so many editions of uh, of everything ever all at once. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, and I was very bummed out that I couldn't get that one right there. I think I wrote to you. I was like, I can't believe it. Like, mm-hmm. I missed out. I hesitated on a lot. I mean, I think uh, Italy, I think, also had uh, for X. There was a couple. There was one for men. And I was like, shoot, man, I really kind of want to get these. And I just I just didn't get them. And then, obviously, when they're, oh, yeah, it's they're not, not there anymore. That's when I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get them. What am I going to do? Of course. But to get that Nova Media one. Because it has that same artwork on the front. Do you mind if I show it off? Yeah, go for it. So it's still sealed because I don't know if I want to open it up just yet. I'm sure I will, but I didn't yet. But it's got that same beautiful artwork right there. But it is, but it's all lenticular, and it looks, it it looks like you could reach in there, you know. And then what my favorite part about it is, no matter what way you turn it. Sorry, that is a little glare. But no matter trying to find the what, no matter what way you turn it, from a different person's perspective. It's it's lenticular from a different. Oh, that's like, awesome! Yeah, like I love that man. It's so cool, and the back comes with the steel book and the booklet inside. So oh, I love that bagel on the back too. Yeah, very very <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Are there any more sets you want to show off from them? Maybe a of couple course. more. Of if course. you have any, like at arm's reach, which you probably do. Yep. Yes, I do. I uh, <laughs> the one that you mentioned uh, that you were brought up to me uh, was the one for Minari. Yeah, you got this one right over here. And it's really nice. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Stephen Young, so I was so happy when he was uh, when he was going to be in it. There's a front and back, and the whole like that right itself is 
a wraparound, which I really like. Always but nice. the uh, comes with the booklet, the Minari Family Farm. But it's the steelbook that's just something about it. It's just it's so beautiful. Look at the steelbook. And this right here, it's like it's almost like a matte, a matte gloss. I don't even know, like it's like a cross between it. But if I can get the right, sorry, if good. I can get the mm -hmm. the right lighting on the on the title right there, yeah. it's just there's a, there's a beautiful gloss to it. And then again, you know, the inside, your postcards and everything, just really, really nice, just beautiful, beautiful release. I love that. Yeah, and I that. love that a movie like Minari got a nice premium set like that. That's awesome. Me too. I mm -hmm. agree. Uh, and then I did save my. One of my favorites for last because it is my favorite A twenty four film, mm -hmm. and it's also a lenticular. And oh, I don't get the third. I already know what you're gonna pull out. I already know what you're yeah. gonna pull out, man. And I don't even know exactly what company it's from. It's I don't think it was a kimchi DVD release, but it's mm. whoa, I dropped it. But it uh, ghost story. Look at just the detail, man. Look at how the the little bit of the, the blanket, the sheet goes behind the wall. Just something mm -hmm. about it, man. It's so subtle, so beautiful. It's not a steel book. Um, it's just got like a regular, you know, Blu-ray inside, but there's, there's a lot of different extras, the booklet and everything inside. But mm. for me, it's the, it's, it's this beautiful lenticular, man. There's something so beautiful about it. Have you seen a ghost story? I have not. Yeah. I have not yet. I know it's your favorite movie that they've released. Why is that? Pitch, pitch me why I should watch a ghost story. So a ghost story, it's, uh, it's very unique. Uh, you know, there's something about it. it. I think the reason that it stuck with me so much is because it it changed my it changed my perspective on not just like like it, not movies. It changed my perspective on like life hmm. and time and afterlife. And it's it's there are many movies who that have stuck with me after you know after I've seen them. But this movie just I can think about it all the time uh, from the way that they did it to the music to just the way it made me feel. And it's and it's actually it's rare for this to happen. But I had a very bad theater experience. The people in front of me, it's it, it, AMC Lincoln Square is very old school theaters. So it's those old school seats where like if you put your hand on the back of the seat, the other person is going to get pulled back. Right. You bump into each other. This guy was like right up against me and him and his friends were bashing the movie. This isn't a horror movie. This is stupid. Mm -hmm. Phone flash in my face. And yet I still fell in love with the movie. Um, everything about the way that the movie feels or, or the way that like there's, I'm not going to go into detail, but there's, there are specific scenes that are very long and drawn out. And a lot of people like, it didn't need to be like that. It didn't have to be that long. There's a famous pie scene. And it's like, it just, there's no reason it had to be that long, but it's, there's, there is a reason. And I'll go into it in a, in a you know, on another day, but mm -hmm. just something about it, man. It's, it's spiritual. It's cosmic. It's just, it really changed and made me think about how, like what happens after or you know so it is a it's really 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 good really good movie not for everybody but if you go into it knowing that it's not a horror movie and knowing that it's going to be a slow burn sure. and just to respect be patient and mm -hmm. you know i i think uh i think everybody should check the movie out gotcha yeah i know i remember that sounds i don't think it's going to be the same realm but it sounds similar to the hype that it comes at night had like they thought it was going to be this huge horror movie. Yeah. It ended up being very somber and quiet and not a lot yeah. happened and people were upset. Yes. Oh, of course. And I was too, but I, the, I think the only difference is that it wasn't, it, it comes at night was mismarketed for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. They made it comes at night. The first trailer that was released, it looked like it was going to be crazy. Sure did. And I'm thinking you're going to see zombies and stuff running around. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what you were going to see, but it was very, it's also a slow burn. This one was kind of, marketed as hey this is what the movie is you know it's not going to be a horror movie but you hear a ghost story so people are like oh we gotta 
sure. I think it's just the title that kind of threw people off more. It comes out, I was just big, big mismarketing. Um, but I actually really liked it on the second, and I think I watched it a third time. I actually liked it a lot because I knew what to expect. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, any A24 movie I am down to watch because I know it's just going to be this unique vision from a director, and yeah. A24 kind of lets them go at it. Like, Of course, they're going to kind of have their hands in it a little bit, but it doesn't seem like they do as much as other bigger studios would. Yeah. It seems like they let the director have their vision and – kind of showcase that to the world, which I absolutely love from them. Well, yeah, I mean, and the, a lot of the stuff that they do, though, is also, like, they'll go to, like, these, uh, or they, they'll, like, they'll watch these movies before they're picked up by any other studio. Like, they, it's, it's already created, and they're, like, the ones who, hey, like, I, we want our name on this one. We, we want to distribute this, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, man, I, I mean, it's, they, they're, a lot of their stuff, even, and it, that's the one thing that I always said about A24 is people are like, why do you like them so much? Why do you like them so much? Not every movie's good. Well, no, not every movie's good, but the majority, and not, not the, not that the majority is good because the majority isn't for everybody or not, you know, it's, it's give or take, but there's, there's always some redeeming quality about the movie, even if I don't like it. Right. That I could appreciate. I could appreciate the cinematography. I didn't like the movie, but I really liked the cinematography or the music or the cast. The, the performances were great. Movie's not for me, but, you know, there's something about it that I there's always something that's yeah. unique that I that I like about them. The most recent A24 movie that I watched that pitches this to a T is Bo is Afraid. Like yeah. for me, that was a two and a half out of five. This movie's not for me. <laughs> But I do kind of want to rewatch it again. It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. That's Ari Aster and A24 in States. Even if the movie isn't for you, there's always something unique about it to where you're yes. feeling like, it's, it yeah. might not be for me, but it might be for you. And I don't want to totally just crap on this movie. Of course. Yeah. I wasn't the biggest fan of Bo. I wasn't <laughs> the biggest fan of it. it. My girlfriend and I, we went to see the movie. We saw it in IMAX. I was way too close to the screen. Oh, no. Um, it, it was just, it, you know, it. Def there are some things about the movie that I actually really like. There's, there's like a lot of animated scenes, believe it or not, in the movie. Mm -hmm. People for people who haven't seen it, that I thought was really, really cool and very well done. It is. It makes you feel very unsettled throughout the entire movie. Yes. So I think it does its job in that sense. But the movie itself, like story wise, I just couldn't get into it, and it's super long. Yeah. And it's weird, and then it makes you think about how weird and super long it was. Yeah. And then it just made me feel kind of gross at the end. <laughs> the weirdness part was fine. And like the first 40 minutes is kind of like what his short film was about Bo is Afraid. And I really liked that stuff. I didn't even see just that. Like gets cut up into like four different, vastly different chunks. And yes. I, I think the main reason why I ended up like not liking the movie that much at all is just the way it ended. Like I really hated that last yeah. scene. Not good at all. But yeah, one, uh, one thing. Ari Aster is the master at making you feel unsettled, like yeah. at all times. I agree. My girlfriend's going to listen to this podcast tomorrow and she's going to be laughing because she hated Boys Afraid. Yes. She hated it. So she's going to be a high babe if you're listening. But again, it was, it was, it was A24. I went to the opening weekend screening with my wife and there were like 25 people that were in there. Yeah. More than half the movie theater walked out. <laughs> and the main like 10 people that stuck with it and knew what they were walking they into cheered? my one lady got up at the very <laughs> end started cheering everybody else is just staring at her like why are you cheering about this just sit like, down <laughs> when the credits started rolling in that movie like when the when the uh, boat gets tipped over and whatnot mm -hmm. at first all you hear was <sighs> <laughs> and then the one lady, five seconds later, standing up, clapping, so happy. It, really funny. 
really funny in a nutshell for me sometimes it won't hit but when it does you fall head over heels for it i agree i agree (laughs) we talked about one end of the spectrum of uh ari aster with bo's afraid let's swing to his first movie hereditary what are your thoughts on that uh out of i think that's probably my favorite uh horror film released by a24 i think hereditary um definitely over midsommar for me um i I like midsommar Uh, i I liked midsommar i didn't love it um i there's a lot about it that i do like uh but Mm -hmm. hereditary for me was you know what there's so much that's right in your face that was creepy and disturbing and then after you learn what else is there Mm -hmm. if even just by brightening your screen there's a lot that's there that's just staring at you right in your face that you just don't see and I, uh, I really like that about it. And, yeah, there's a lot of disturbing – I mean, story, I like the story. The cast was great. I think Tony Collette was robbed of an Oscar nomination at least. Um, I was – I'm still mad about it. Like, she yeah. should have at least been nominated. I think she yes. should have won the whole damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm your mother. You know, so good. <laughs> so, so good. Um, and, yeah, it just it does a really, really good job of creeping me out. There's a lot of, uh, you know – slamming your head against things that i think is one of my most that that's one of the things that freaked me out the most uh-huh. and um just yeah his I, reaction I, it, afterwards like once he gets out of the desk like oh my god yeah. alex winter also had an awesome every performance in that movie was amazing mm. i loved it the ending yeah. will always stick with me like the last 15 minutes it was one yeah. of the only times i can count four or five times of all of my movie going experiences where i went with a group of friends after yeah. the movie was over we just walked out of the theater back to our car. It was like a 10 minute walk. Didn't say a goddamn <laughs> word. Was... We were just trying. We were in awe of what we just saw. We yeah. were walking back. And as soon as we got to the car, even though it was 1230 at night, we talked for an hour about what the fuck. Yeah. We just saw. It's like, okay, I got yeah. my thoughts all in order. Let's go. I, uh, I, so I went to see that one alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was I also it was the first day that I had contacts ever and I was trying oh, them out no. and it was just my eyes were already messing with me yeah. and then the screen was messing with me uh, yeah it's definitely disturbing I think uh, I mean I don't know for, for people who are watching or listening who haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it for them but it's know, been out for a while now mm-hmm. but uh, but there's there's a scene where you know son's in the attic and she's <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for anybody but you know <laughs> it's a scene you will top, not forget. Yeah, yeah, it's like on top, like mm-hmm. like, and then well, slamming like, your head. Sound, and you, the sound I, I will yes. not forget, dear. Oh, God. it gives me chills right now. <laughs> and the way he's like, "Mommy, oh, I can't even, yeah. man." It, it really throws it's it screws with me, man. My Screw goodness. that movie, man. Yes, yes. And <laughs> but it's my favorite of that uh, of the three. Mine too. It's one I haven't rated a lot of movies perfect, like a five out of five. That is for sure one of them. That's one of my favorite yeah. movies of the 2010s period. So yeah. yes, I. Uh, anytime i've seen that movie three times and every single nice. time i like it more and more brighten your tv after you watch it once everybody brighten your tv and watch it again and see what you see hidden in the background see, have the you third, yeah well the third time okay. i watched it i watched the uhd copy like a 4k yes, on my yes, OLED. yes oh my god it is creepier yeah. than shit i mean i saw it the first time in theaters yeah. The second time on my Blu-ray in my basement, there's no window, so it's always dark. <laughs> but I had like kind of an it was an okay TV, but for black levels, it ghosted a little bit. Yeah, I needed a nuts. black level TV much better than what I have. Yeah, the the OLED I have now, mm, I love it so much just because yeah, yeah, those black levels absolutely pop. And yeah, the little fucking naked guy, oh my god, <laughs> it's so Dude, disturbing. Like 
they're everywhere. It's not just one little naked guy. They're yeah. everywhere. They're yeah, all cool. hidden in the background or the, 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 the mother's just hidden up in the corner. It's cr- There's mm-hmm. so many hidden things in that movie. As there is, uh, maybe not as much, but as there is with Midsommar, because there, there are, are some good things. Yeah. yeah. Ari Aster really <laughs> loves to mess with you with nudity. I think all three of yeah. his movies have that. It's yeah another way to make you unsettled. But it Definitely. Yeah. I agree. We've talked about Bo's Afraid and now Hereditary. Let's go in the middle. Talk some Midsommar director's cut. I have a trailer just to kind of put everybody in the mood. It's like 40 seconds long. I'll play that and then we will uh, start discussing. Let's go. This weekend, summer never ends. Oh, God, no, I'm too scared. Experience Midsommar, Ari Aster's unrated director's cut. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I wanted to share it. Featuring new footage. Is it scary? Plus extended scenes. And who decides what gets added? Aster's director's cut in select theaters this weekend. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that trailer oh in God. that 40 second chunk did a great <laughs> job depicting some of the feelings you get when you watch this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. I agree. A lot of graphic stuff. I, I could not believe that that was in a trailer that they showed on TV. Yeah. I know it. I know it, man. Oh, man. Uh, I think one thing that this movie uh, succeeded, and I think it's the one thing that I talk about the most, is the fact that the majority of it takes place during the daylight. Right. Which is, I mean, for a horror movie, you know, you really think about that. How many horror movies are nighttime, take mm-hmm. place during night, you know? It oh. adds the, 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 yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. There's there, the darkness adds a scary effect. So I feel like he was definitely like, hey, we're going to do something in the broad daylight and we're still going to make you feel uncomfortable, unsettled. We're going to scare you. Uh, and it wasn't really so many, it wasn't so much jump scares in this one. It was just disturbing, disturbing yeah. things. Yeah. He leaves you with this unsettling feeling and it yeah. just doesn't really shake off ever. I mean, you get the first third where you find out that, um, uh, what's her name? Danny, Danny's uh, parents and sister just die because of what her sister did absolutely terrible that that scene of the sister just sitting there is it's etched into my head yeah into my eyes Pretty I can much. See it and it's just like the Ari, again Ari Aster is very good with little details like the vomit that's on her chest with the exhaust in her mouth tape duct taped over <laughs> oh my god yeah. yep yep and I'm glad I'm not the only that, one it just yeah it just keeps on like panning out the window and that's where the title screen pops up midsummer when yeah. it's snowing <laughs> and you know dude it's it's really funny because um there are there's uh shoot man what's the man oh there's uh okay it's like a word i couldn't think of there's a, a a poster that they show early i think right in the beginning of the movie that foreshadows the whole entire movie there's like the whole layout of, of everything with the bear and everything right in the poster right that's that they show like in one of the picture frames and uh, you, you, you should look it up if you haven't seen it it's interesting but yeah man it's it's that scene specifically is the the most creepy to me. It's it's horrifying. Yeah, in in Danny's room, there's a picture, like a poster of a scarecrow, and that comes yeah. into play at the very end too. It's just yes. yeah, these little touches all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It sets the mood at the very very beginning with that like big picture that kind of opens, splits up in the middle, and then it's just it's kind of like a play, kind of interacting. It's mm-hmm. yeah. 
Very, and very the trauma, cool. you could feel the trauma. Like you can feel like, I mean, Florence Pugh did an amazing job. I mean, it just like, you can feel the pain and you can just by imagining, you know what I mean? If you went through what she went through and you could feel it. And, and I think the way that her performance uh, went was just incredible in that very, very realistic. She seems lost. And the, this is the second time I've seen this movie. First time the director's cut, but the main get takeaway I had this time is that, she lost her family and she is just trying to figure out a new place to fit in. She yeah. wants it to be with Christian, but it never turns out that way. They've been together yeah. for four years when they're at, um, <clears throat> when, yeah, when, when they're at the retreat, he's literally trying to keep the flame alive by lighting the freaking candle on the birthday cake. Yeah. It's very yeah. Yeah. little touches you know, like that. Yeah. And it, and it is funny, you know, there's, a lot of people, I feel like I'm going to get attacked for this one. There's a lot of people that, that you know, are like, oh, man, he's a, he's a really bad guy. He's a bad boyfriend. He's a bad this and that. I think there's, I think it'd be seen as, as both ends of it, too, because he really, he is trying. Maybe he's not perfect. He's definitely not a perfect guy, but he does try in the movie to include her. He knows she's gone through something. Let's go away. Let's do this, you know, which I think you see more of in the director's cut a little bit uh, as well, right? There's uh, more relationship so, scenes. Like, I think there's an extra eight minutes of footage in here. The yeah. main thing that I saw between the regular cut and the director's cut was the nighttime stuff. Like in yeah. the regular version, I don't remember seeing any nighttime stuff at all. Like when they're in the when they're sleeping, that's about the yes, only thing. Yeah, the, the bedtime. Uh yeah. yes. Yeah. This one had like I, a nice um Danny and Christian dialogue moment that kind yeah. of helped cement them pulling apart a little bit, trying to fix yeah. it, but not really knowing how to fix it. And yeah, yeah. Just two different people and they're yeah, they're like magnets attracting at some point. And then, you know, like you go through something so traumatic as, as what she went through and you can't just, you can't just, if, if the relationship was already struggling, right. how do you leave somebody during yeah. that? You know what I mean? You can't, it'll, that's not the, you know, so I, there's a struggle uh, from, from, I think both, uh, you know, whatever, it's just not working out or whatever, but they do try and, but yeah, what everything that happens in between from beginning to end is just crazy. It gets so wild, man. Yeah, Christian's trying to be a good guy, but before the death happened, he was talking with his friends about like, when are you going to dump her already? He's like, I've been trying yeah. to for a while. And then yeah, yeah. Just the death happens, so he tries to be connected, but like only in like the smallest, like least amount of effort ways possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She really needs something to grasp onto because she's lost literally everything. Of course, of course. That the That's why the very ending of this movie also stuck with me a little bit. Because she finally, like, even though I don't think it's her people that she should be hanging out with, she finally yeah. <laughs> like yeah. people that actually liked her and wanted her to be around. When yeah. she's crying, um, Christian, like when she just finds out about her sister talking about, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it this time. Christian's like, you're overreacting. It's fine, whatever. When she's bawling in the cabin. Once she sees um, the the affair happen, more like, yeah, 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 yeah. Girls literally go around her and start like cry mimicking her cry yeah. in a big group setting. So they're trying to feel everything that she's feeling. Yeah, yeah. So you feel like she's not alone. You know, uh, it's that, that scene is also 
uh, very creepy. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're they, they're all in sync. It's nuts, man. Um, because like not even five minutes later, the 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 sinking of the crying is also with like the sinking of the moaning in the sex yeah. scene. It's just like, yes. oh my god, I don't, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> and it's deafening. It's deafening. It's yeah. very loud, and you go from like you feel bad. To it's like, wait, what's what's happening right now? You know, what's going on? Um, another thing that's uh, uh, it's the, that. Well, going according so what we were saying before, how he likes to hide things mm-hmm. throughout as well. There are multiple uh, times, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's more than one, but there's definitely at least at least one more time where that disturbing se- uh, shot of the sister's face is in the background in the trees, at just as they're walking by. You know, there's no reason for it to be there. You know what I mean? Right. But if you look in the background, it's like whoa. That I've face never, is just right there in the trees. Never noticed that until this showing, just because I've yeah. seen the movie one one other time, and I've just more things to look around because I know what's happening. And I saw that in the tree. Yeah, I could not fucking believe it. And there's multiple yeah. times, like when she is just going through the motions over there, where she randomly sees her dad, randomly sees mm-hmm. her mom. Yes, they're in, in the mirror. people, right? I think they're yeah. in the people. Yeah, right. She's randomly looking in a mirror. She sees her sister for like. A flash second. <laughs> yeah. I did not. I thought it was just like this random person, but it is her sister with the exhaust pipe in mm. her mouth. It's so disturbing. But yeah, it's messed up. Very, very much so. What's also messed up is that just the graphicness. Like, there's not. Yeah. I mean, the nudity the, is graphic, but I mean, even the when there is brutality in here, like when the guys yeah. are jumping off the cliff. Oh man, I know. Terrible. I know. The legs just kind of yeah. going every which way. Yeah. And the one guy not dying. So they bring the mallet out and it's Gallagher in the melon. It horrible. is terrible. And they, <laughs> at first they just, they don't zoom away from it, but it's just like a wide shot and they, you see the head getting smashed and then it's a close zoom in of it. And it looks, oh my God, so realistic. I, oh, <laughs> I hate it. I agree. It's uh-huh. nuts, man. It's nuts. And then all the way to the small details of the uh, one of the last, the very, very last scenes, just the the traumatic face where she's just worn out and exhausted. And then a little smile starts mm-hmm. to appear. And that's when it's over. It's like, whoa. Right. Wow. That's creepy, man. Disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, everybody there seems to be taking drugs a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, they first yeah. get there, they pop in the mushrooms. But, like, even when they're going around in that circle around the maypole they drink something yes and we, we yes. don't know what it is but they drink something and magically she starts feeling very happy and she wants to dance all the time and she ends up winning yeah. and whatnot but every and time the, the way that the flowers move and pulsate I was, I was just gonna say that every time they're on the substance of something something is pulsating like <clears throat> when they get the mushrooms the trees are pulsating when she's yeah. walking through the forest. The house is kind of like breathing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when she drinks the tea, you don't see anything until she finally has that May flower hat on. Yeah. And there's yeah. just one just kind of like poofing out. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. <laughs> it is very cool. It's a, it's a cool little detail where if you're not, I mean, that's, that was a little more obvious, I think, but if you're not paying attention, you're not going to see it right away. Right. I love well, it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, think of what other points we can pinpoint at i i think we talked we talked a lot about this movie in like a very short amount of time i yeah i don't know it's disturbing guys it's disturbing it is and this movie the director's cut it's two hours and 52 53 minutes long something like that um i 
didn't feel the length all that much really like it it just it sets a tone and if you're into being into that tone mm-hmm. you're stuck in it and it just kind of just flows <laughs> yeah I, I don't know how yeah. to how else to say it uh do you think that the director's cut was all that necessary um <clears throat> honestly i i like I like the fact in the theatrical cut that you don't see any darkness because they pretty much say yeah. there's barely any nighttime around this time of year. So I kind of like was cut out. all of it in the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's and probably why it was cut out. Yeah. I mean, the relationship sips, the relationship scene was nice, but the part before that where there, this kid randomly volunteers to kill himself and yeah, like yeah, yeah. rock on top. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, this seems yeah. like some Bo is afraid bullshit. <laughs> it really does just something random yeah. I, I don't know if it was uh, I think I prefer the uh, the theatrical over over the directors but you know we that's how we got the 4k that's how we got right. this cool set you know that's but weird. yeah man I, I think I, I like the, the idea that it's during the day more I think that adds a whole uh, different different feel to it as a as a movie in general agreed I I, I, I like them both like that, that's my main thing there's that that one scene really was probably the weakest part, that nighttime scene with the kid. But every other thing that was added in here, I liked. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I, I like all the daytime stuff. Also, I watched this one. When I watched the first one in theaters, I hadn't seen The Wicker Man. And since I've mm. seen this, I have. Mm. Steals a lot of the feels that The Wicker Man has. I think Dude, The Wicker I've Man I've never seen The Wicker Man. You haven't seen it? No, never. You, there's, a, there's a Lionsgate 4K Steelbook. Yes, there out. is. Yes, there is. You need yes. to watch that one because it's, it, even though it's 50 years old, it still holds up. And I think it's more of a unique horror daytime experience of what Midsommar is. I really do. Just because, like, there's 70s disturbing, like, weird songs that pop out of nowhere and, like, 70s type of, like, flower power type songs. Like, it, it's yeah. very bizarre. And they're talking, <laughs> they're singing about adult situations and stuff. It's just, yeah, very, very disturbing. Kind of, kind of in the same way of Midsommar, but yeah, different. Mm. I, I liked the the narrative threading through a wick, the Wicker Man. I like a lot more than the one for Midsommar. I will say it, there's an imprint of uh, Wicker Man, right? I have the set. It's yes, over there. I'm otherwise, pretty, I would grab it. I think that's one of the first uh, imprint ones that I grabbed. I forgot that I had it. Actually, it's somewhere in the back of the closet. I got to grab it, but I want to see the the 4K edition. Yeah. That that Wicker Man set has three cuts. The film, it's the theatrical, yeah. the director, and the final cut. Mm. They're all good, and they're only like I think all three of them. There's none of them that are longer than a hundred minutes. No one bet. I can't wait to see what that sucker looks like in 4K, though. I cannot yeah. wait to see what Lionsgate does with it. Beautiful looking steelbook, too. Yes, yes. The the artwork on that looks stunning. Cannot wait for that mm-hmm. sucker to come out. Um, Lionsgate for the win, man. Always, always, absolutely. I'm gonna yeah. show this off a little bit. <clears throat> there, I, I don't think I'm gonna be able to show off like any of the pictures in here no i know hoping that i can find one like here is what the bear looks like the flowers on here and that's it man (laughs) yeah i know i like this set a lot i want to show off the disc because i love that artwork on there me too but i kind of like the main thing that popped out to me when i opened this yes the spine looks like hand hand done and it does it did, did it worry you that it was gonna rip no, it reminded me of like a book that was made in the seventies or something. Like yeah, I remember I got, yeah. seeing spines like this. I thought mine was ripping when it when I first oh, yeah. saw it. So I did. So I was like, "Oh no!" But I'm <laughs> glad you just brought that up because that makes me feel a little better about it. 
And there's cool. there's not there's not a lot in the book itself. I did want to show off a couple scenes. I, I wanted to show this foreword that is written by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> normally, yes. I don't I don't normally when there's a book included in any set, I don't read it, even if it's for a movie I absolutely love. But when the foreword, which is just these two pages, is written by Scorsese and he's talking about this movie, I wanted to hear his two cents, and I really liked what he had to say. Mm. I'm glad that that's in here because everything else in here are images from the film. Like, yeah, was I can't show. There's a penis there. There's a lot of, of bushes yeah. on fire right there. Let's see if there's one that I can actually show. Uh, nope. More no. penises. Here's one. <laughs> there you go. There's a, all of the different like um, illustrations that are in this movie. The majority of them are on here. Like the bear is on here. But there's this there's this very cool one shot from this movie that pretty much shows how that one redheaded girl is trying to um, get like a, a love lock into Christian and it mm-hmm. hands over showing like cutting her pubic hairs and putting it in yes. his food yeah, yeah. and taking some of her menstrual blood and putting it in his drink. And you see that his drink is like a shade darker than everybody else's, but it's yeah. never called out. It's. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know it's movies disturbing, man. It's little, yeah, it's little <laughs> things like that that make me appreciate this movie. But I, I don't, I don't know. It's definitely middle of the road. Ari Aster. That's pretty easy yeah. for me to say. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always going to look forward to what his next movie is going to be because yeah. he's a very unique voice. And I agree. I definitely agree, man. So I think we we like it. Uh, his films in that order, right? It's Hereditary, Midsommar, and then uh, Bo. Bo. Yes. Yeah. Bo. Yeah. Bo is pretty far down for me, but again, yeah. I, I want to rewatch it now that I know. Like I knew walking in that it was going to be kind of like an artsy film. I did not know it was going to be like that. So did you say walking know, in or walking in? I was uh. walking in exactly. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. I. I don't know. I I feel enthralled to see it. And then before Bo was afraid, I watched a lot of his short films. I really like those too. It's just yeah, Bo was afraid didn't really sit with me that well. And I'm curious what his next step is going to be because every single movie he's made has been different. Yeah, yeah. Could, but also, argue, yeah, you could argue little... that Omar isn't really that much of a horror movie. It's just they're stepping into a different culture almost, and they're invading yeah. that culture, and they think it's weird. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm a little. I'm worried, not worried, but uh, I'm interested in seeing what he does next. But, you know, it, it, we, Hereditary was the first of the three to come out, and I liked it so much. And then Midsommar was, you know, and then Bo was, eh. so I'm <laughs> hoping we start taking a different turn. I do, with too. The and I, I know Bo is Afraid is one he's he's worked on forever. Midsommar had a very cool story that I wish was a special feature on this disc, but I had to look for it elsewhere on YouTube. He, um, the, um, the Finland, the, whatever country they went to, they reached out to Ari and wanted him to make like a horror slasher movie in their country. Mm. And he's like, I'll make a horror movie, but I'll put my own spin on it. Cause yeah. he had an idea about like a relationship movie and he just kind of like intertwined the two. And I thought that was very cool. Like they paid him to set the movie in their home country. Oh, well, he did it, man. Yeah, and he made a very unique piece. I like. There's not a lot of movies out there that are like Midsommar. I can I can yeah. say that with a fact. And it's got a lot of praise behind it too. So, you know, hopefully it's more opportunities to make stuff you know as unique. Correct. 
I think I think that's everything that we wanted to cover. I will. Uh, we have a few comments in here. We we were live when we were shooting this, so let let's yeah. show the ones that are in here. Let's see here. Hi, I was the guy who hadn't seen Shawshank Redemption, but just watched it and thought it was a masterpiece. Good. There Everybody go. should watch the Shawshank Redemption. I mean, you got to see the movie. You got to yeah. see it. Yesterday, I did a live stream of all my film vault box sets that I got, and there was one nice. for Shawshank. Amazing. Like, Love it. Uh, yeah, that, that movie is so good. It deserves to have a nice premium set like the one film vault came out for. I, saw, I saw the release, man. Really, really nice. It looks great. Look at this duo. This is some serious TikTok royalty. Thank you very much, Blockbuster Night. Appreciate that. You, appreciate it's hard to get brother. some TikTok love over on these YouTube streets, Dan. I don't. I don't know. If they you don't know branch over, man. People don't branch. It, it's, no, you're don't. you're on one platform or you're on the other. You're not you're not going from one. Uh, you're not merging, man. I get it. Unfortunately, not. Hopefully, hopefully that kind of opens up still a little bit more. But yeah, you never know. I agree. Is Mill Creek Entertainment a boutique label? I it, it's borderline for me. It's a distributor for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would say. Uh, I mean. They come out with those VHS. The VHS. Like maybe that's that what I was going to say. Be, but not all of their releases are. I don't know if I'd call it boutique. It's just uh, different, you know. But I, I agree with you, yeah. Sure. Hey, 4K King, how's it going? I'm hoping to catch up, this in theaters this October, the last week of October, Midsommar Director's Cut. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I think if you, if especially if you haven't seen the director's cut and you don't want to spend $57 on a set with no features or commentary or anything. It wasn't even that much when I first got it. That's crazy. It, it was 47 and then like with shipping and tax, it was 57 which yeah. I almost didn't buy. Like I got to the checkout and I'm like, oh my God. I know, <laughs> I know. For this. So yeah, if you don't want to spend that type of dough, I would definitely say see it in theaters. I, I think it's worth the experience of seeing. That's the thing we, we didn't we we were going to mention about uh, a little bit, but we didn't really talk too much about it. And I I know we're not going to be on for that much longer. But look, a twenty four. If you're watching, you're listening. Uh, I like I love everything about a twenty four. Even if there's stuff that I don't like, the pricing is a little <laughs> it's a little too high. And so one thing that they had done is it used to be I think it was uh, you hit seventy five dollars and you get free shipping. Oh, they okay completely changed that and now i think it's 150 bucks oh my and they, God. listen man yeah so it's like you're almost guaranteed to not get free shipping at this point and they yeah. they used to at least make it a little easier you know uh okay well maybe you 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 want one thing maybe you'll look at a second thing now you gotta buy like four or five things if you're gonna get free shipping maybe you know don't do that <laughs> one thing i wanted to talk to you about that i totally forgot about they have a yeah. membership plan that aaa24 yes. are, you, are you a and member I'm of that I am a member. I wanted to actually uh, make a video on that uh, myself uh, and because I know a lot of people are asking if it's worth it, and I definitely think it's worth it. Um, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of perks to it. Uh, it first, I think it's uh, I think it's about 59-something a year. Mm. Um, a little bit more expensive if you pay monthly, um, but there are a lot of perks that come with it. Uh, I, it there's They'll send you some... Uh, you get discounts on a lot of their releases. Mm -hmm. uh the vinyls you get discounted sometimes it's 10 percent off sometimes it's a free shipping uh they send you i forget how many a year it is uh but like the the zines like the little magazine things they sure. send you that for free multiple mm -hmm. times a year mm -hmm. um free uh giveaways uh, there are uh free tickets i just actually for uh they gave me one free ticket towards one of these uh the thrills and chills or chills and thrills oh, that's cool so yeah. so i mean it wasn't expensive really anyway but uh, sure. You have opportunities to, uh, I mean, shoot, man. I think because I was an A24, an AA24 member, I got, uh, I entered into the contest and I got to see the whale. 
premiere. Um, mm. There are a lot of different things, and you get yeah. like first uh, first dibs on uh, new merch coming out, stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of first. I think it it at least adds up, at least adds up to the amount that you're uh, that you pay per year, and and it definitely it goes past it, especially with just the tickets alone. Yeah, I mean that premiere alone. Didn't you see Brendan Fraser and Aronofsky? Yeah, right? yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's so cool. That that's worth really? it to me alone just for the experience. Was and they do you know they do little things. I mean, I'm, I can't get it right this minute. I have to walk away. But they gave uh you know uh an AAA twenty four coffee mug for free. You just added it to your order and and you know it was it was for free there. And they're really good, man. I mean, so I definitely think it's worth it. Uh, worth and the membership. When you think about it, Vinegar Syndrome has their own subscription, and that's over a thousand dollars in the span of a year. Is it really? It's stupid expensive. Yes. Wow. I mean, you yeah, get a lot that. of uh, Blu-rays and 4Ks with that membership, but you don't yeah. get all the ones that they release, and you get like some discounts, like you're saying with A24, and yeah. that was a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I agree. They just uh, released the, uh, or, or at least up for pre-order the uh, the the past lives uh, vinyl, which I didn't pre-order yet, but mm-hmm. I do uh, I do plan to. And yeah, I think it was a few bucks cheaper at least a few dollars cheaper uh, just if you're a member, which is pretty cool because you wind up saving. You really do. I love collecting movie soundtracks on vinyl. I have so many of them, but I don't have any from A24. Do they have, have do they come out with cool releases? Yeah, they do. Uh, oh, shoot, man. I wish I could show some more. I, I, I'll, I'll have to send you a couple of videos. Yes. Uh, I did. I have one for uh, for men, which is really cool. Because um, mm-hmm. Have you seen men? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't I, the best. I, I like the music of men. I like the music. Yeah. Of men. <laughs> well, it wasn't it wasn't the best movie, but uh there's a lot into it. So there's a lot of different faces within the film and mm-hmm. the front uh I guess you call it like the outer box or the slipcover, it's a cutout and it comes with different like art cards that you could keep sliding out and you could keep mm-hmm. changing the image of the front image of the vinyl casing Very itself. Cool. That yeah. was really cool. Uh the green knight with the like the green translucent colored vinyls itself are really mm-hmm. cool. Um yeah, they, they, they themselves put a lot of good ones out, but they're also like other, you know, around the world, like the UK releases a lot of good stuff. I have a lot of their uh, their soundtracks on vinyl, probably at least at least 20, 25. Yeah, when I pick up Marcel, I'm pretty sure I'm going to add one of the vinyls to the card. I just don't know which one to add yet. Yeah, you got to, you should. Yeah. Well, there's an everything everywhere all at once, but I don't know if that was, I don't know if that's it, it, the soundtrack. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's up to you. We're, we're all have different sure. tastes. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got a few more comments here. Bo's yes. afraid will remain my favorite from REO. Really, 4K King. Nice. Wow, that that is a take. Yeah, to, to That's each what I like. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a a twenty four streaming service? No, it's like a subscription. It's a subscription. There is a, they are doing some sort of streaming service, but I don't know much into it because I'm so into physical media that I didn't really look into it right. that much. It's like I I am the a24 streaming service <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you don't need that service at all that's another thing you asked me about uh before but if you if we have time for it we'll go into it again let's do yeah. the comments oh no sure we just got one more uh what would you recommend as your first a24 movie oh boy <clears throat> that's that's all you i i feel like you would know you would have a better recommendation than i I mean, I think I would probably go for first A24 movie. If you don't want to see something too out there, that's going to be like, oh, what is this company? And you don't want to see something that's too generic. Uh, I I would go Ex Machina, just how I started it. It hooked me in. It was like, oh, man, this is yeah, I like this movie a lot. A great Again. cast, uh, great story, great mm-hmm. visuals. Uh, I, I liked Ex Machina a lot. I think that would probably be, probably be my first. 
I'd, I'd probably do everything everywhere all at once because you can see how wonky that is. And if you yeah. are on board for that, yeah, you could pretty much go anywhere. The sky's the limit with A24. I could see that too. Yeah, definitely. That's a good one. Um, one thing you had uh, asked me uh, before was about the amount of releases that there are. Yeah. Yeah. From A24. Your head? Um, so movies in general, they have released roughly 150, give or take, uh, here and there. And they've been uh, around since like 2013, right? 2013, yeah, I, th- I think 2012 they came out. That was when they first uh, started coming around. Spring Breakers, I believe, was their first. Um, I love Spring Breakers, by the way. I don't love <laughs> Spring Breakers. I, love <laughs> I like James Franco in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, he's weird as hell in the movie, right. but I'm not the. I didn't love the movie. Um, Spring Breakers was one of the first ones. Uh, a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan the Third mm-hmm. is a really weird one that nobody. One, that's the only thing I know about the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I believe the Bling Ring. I believe is one of the one of the first ones. But yeah, uh, I've seen and I keep track. This is really what I keep track. What I have a letterbox for because I don't really use it that much for reviews just yet. Um, I've seen 128 mm-hmm. of their stuff. I was right on. I I mean I had seen there was a point where I've seen every one and then I just mm-hmm. lost track. Um. How many have physical media is what you had asked. Uh, mm-hmm. At least in the U.S., from what I counted briefly, I did a quick little once over. Um, mm-hmm. At least 110. Oh, that's it. I have, yeah, it's 110 of them. Um, then there's a good handful that just came out to DVD. So that's 110 Blu-rays around. Oh. Um, Blu-rays with only like a handful of 4Ks. Uh, only a handful came out on DVD. And then uh, the, the remainder are like streaming stuff. Um, oh, or yeah, something that hasn't been, yeah, yeah something maybe where it didn't come out just yet because you know now who knows what they're going to release in their own uh, platform. Um, and then I had a I had somebody make for all the ones at before this uh, year, uh, I had somebody make about I don't even know like fifteen custom Blu-ray discs for me that I still need somebody to help me make them, the artwork in. Yeah, so mm-hmm. but yeah, so over a hundred, I have a hundred about one hundred and ten oh. plus. So you just got the discs made. You don't have the actual cases or anything. I got you. I had somebody lined up to help me out, and they kind of just flaked on me. So I don't. I I, I would like the uh, the. I, I want the artwork, and I want uh, slipcover on them. I, I have a couple hookups for like custom steelbook makers. If you want to go all the way out, let's talk, man. I want a ghost yeah. story, baby. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I want a like custom ghost story. Nice on there, yeah. You got to make them look <laughs> nice in your collection, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. We'll okay, talk. I think you convinced this guy. Ex Machina, it is. Was debating that or everything ever all at once. Yeah, I, I don't think you can go Ooh. wrong either way. I really don't. Yeah, I, I don't. And you know what though? But I, I almost agree with what you had said. I think Ex Machina is the safe choice because I think it's a little bit more like you can understand it. There's no real like, uh, you know, there's not so much of a, of a real thought process into what's going on. Everything ever all at once does show. Yeah, it is. It's right in your face, but it's also not. And it's it it is very wacky and kooky at the same time, and it's a lot of fun. So if you want something that's going to throw you right into the world of A24, mm-hmm. I think that's Ex, uh, that's uh, everything ever all at once. Uh, if you want something that's going to ease you into it, I think Ex Machina is probably a good choice. That's what Ex brought my attention to it. is the good, like, dip your toe into the pool to see if yeah. it feels good. Everything, everything ever all at once is just a throw giant cannonball in. into the world. Yeah. <laughs> Head and everything into, into an ice bucket, yeah. Yeah. Okay, before we end here, i like to show off who my next guest is going to be on the cool. next episode. And I have a doozy. Like every single episode, I have talked with somebody about a physical media release. Um, one other thing that I like to do 
on my uh, short form videos is go over artists who make different like steelbook releases and whatnot. I know what um, you're talking about. I'm going to bring that over to the podcast. So my next guest is none other than Mexifunk. Love it. It's going to be amazing. I can't believe that he said yes to being on here. He has come out with so many different boutique releases, a lot of steel books as well. Yeah. He's coming out with Pumpkinhead in no, in October. So I'm like, hey, do you want to promote that release and talk about some of your older stuff? And he was more than game. Awesome. He's great, man. Super, super talented. Yes. he he's a He's a great artist he's a great dude i've been able to talk with him for the past i don't know a, a while and yeah i i've been wanting to do something with him and this I, finally i was able to have like a long form piece to pick his brain about some of the art he's made I, I can't wait for next week and it's from it's not just from like popular like known films he's also like he's dipping his toes into like some lesser known stuff as well like we uh we promoted the uh the fog city steel book and yeah. he has his hands in that one. And and I mean, that right there alone, if I didn't hear anything about it, I was like, oh, Maxi Funk did this, man. Yeah, he's great. He's super talented. I like his stuff a lot. Right. Just I, I have a list of stuff that he has made. I'll just <clears throat> like throw some IPs that he has worked on. He's worked in the Spider-Man universe with Venom and Morbius. He's done Punisher for Lionsgate. <clears throat> he's done uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. He's done a lot of the Scream Factory ones with Carrie and My Bloody Valentine. Like he goes all over the board with the stuff that he's worked on. And yeah, I I, I can't wait to uh to talk about like what his thought process was and just get like I feel like when releases come out, the artist doesn't really get a lot of attention for the artwork that we're buying on these releases. I agree. I, I want to put that more into the spotlight any way I can. I agree. Well, you know what? I should uh, also introduce you to Adeni from Everything Blue. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a good idea. Also, yeah, I would love. Is he still with the company? I know that they're part of like Zavi now. Well, uh, Everything Blue uh, went. They turned into Zavi. Um, mm -hmm. There's. I think they have some uh, some stuff planned. I'm not too sure what the path is at the moment, yeah. but uh, well, the last one was the Fifth Element. And that sucker was a great release. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm bummed out. I missed out on the Rambo one. That would have been cool to grab. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i got um, one for a uh, black clansman and i'm just happy that, that they came out with a steelbook set for that it looks i love that movie so i'm glad a tiny little spike lee joint like that got a nice premium release i mean look at that cornetto trilogy right back there i look at it every time you do a live stream <laughs> and i am mad i never picked them up but now you can't find them for cheap at all i know i know Mm -hmm. yeah well dan thank you very much for coming on here it's been a pleasure man i had a blast talking midsomar and a a24 with you it's been fun listen man anytime you want to talk about anything but especially a24 you let me know man i really hey, this was an honor man i'm, I'm yeah. my pleasure buddy thank you for having me do you want to plug anything before you go before i forget uh just uh, feel free to check me out you know uh i'm dan in real life over on tiktok uh we are approaching the both of us actually are approaching 100k followers now on there so feel free to beat me to it man i i had the lead for the very longest time and i've just been stagnant for a while it's not a race my man and you uh to me you you're always going to be uh in the lead um i'm cheering yeah man we're, we're right as there as you're cheering me so yeah i, I yeah I, I, so I, that's I a, that's a respect man i i have a lot of respect for you buddy i really do um and yeah i'm, I'm blu-ray dan everywhere else man and I think uh, if I'm going to plug anything, it's just kindness, man. I try to always, you know, be there for one another, be kind to one another, and tell someone you love, you love them. 
because we don't know how much time we have left in the world. And I think that's what everything's all about, man. It's just yeah. be kind. I love that mindset from you. I think that's one of the main reasons why we get along so well, man. I, I mean, agree, we, man. We talk, we talk a lot and that if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. You gave me the, everybody every now and again needs like a push to kind of get to the next step of where they want to go or where they think is like an impossible thing to do. And you were the person I reached out to you randomly. We started talking and Thank it's you. been nothing but positivity ever since. So I am always going to preach that. I'm always going to be thankful for you. Well, I appreciate that, man. And I'm thankful for you as well. And uh, dude, it, it, with the stuff that you post and how you're handling things and, and how you're growing and everything, that's inspiring to me as well, man. It's it's a good play-by-play. Uh, -play. Play. We bounce off of each other really well, man. And and I agree, man. It's a lot of respect to you, buddy. Yep. Nothing but good things for both of us. Same here, man. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks again for popping on. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. And until next time, I'll see you. Take care, guys.